Hello everybody, welcome to Conversations in Coffee. Today we are in the home of healthy food here in Jim Trishan. We're down just off Cork Street in Dublin A here. I'm so happy to have made it here because I've followed this Instagram page for a long time on my personal page and I just can't thank you enough, Charles. Thank yeah. you very much uh, for coming on to have a chat. Uh -huh. First person I've had on to speak about nutrition. I've had some PTs, I've had some you know, strength and conditioning guys that work in, in with professional athletes and work with various different um, gyms but yeah. I've never had somebody on to speak about you know strictly nutrition and how important it is yeah. in an athlete in a performer or in just a, an average day-to-day -day person that's working or training and that's why I took the opportunity and I'm glad you've, you've said yes to come on because I'd like to kind of hear obviously how you even got into this yeah. and going from a chef at the age of 16 to you know yeah. working your way up to now owning your own your own place and massively successful so where did your story begin well I'm t uh like most kids around the area, dummy late uh, junior cert, kind of was willing to give up school as it was. My dad let me back down to school and went in. I was doing, um, got thrown out halfway through and uh, got back down to come in college. And my sister, my older sister Joy, was um, had done the hotel tours and catering course. And there was something I was interested in. If I was interested in that and bar sports, it was cooking when I was that, that age. I'd be always in the kitchen doing it bits and pieces. Went down, done a year there. Um, Went, done my work experience a couple of weeks at me and my cousin had a place in town mm -hmm. and just fell into a chef in that way then and just all of a sudden then I was cooking every day, three or four, if I wasn't in work I was cooking at home and that's really been me, my job and my career since I've, since then. Now I've fallen in and out of it, I've done a few years here, a few years here, back with taxiing and doing bits and pieces and like everyone else unemployed for a couple of years here, there and everywhere but if I was never, if I wasn't working, I was always cooking. You know, people so there's always people, a passion there, all, yeah. People be saying, oh, why don't you bring me down to do that, that beef wellington or whatever it is, bring us down and do that lobster, it'll be out, you know, getting mm -hmm. fresh fish and all that kind of stuff. And as well as that, I've always been into sports, not very good at them, you know, do you know what I mean? I've really into football as a kid and kind of boxing, and more football than boxing. And then as I was going older, it actually flip-flopped that. It was much more to the boxing and less than the football. So for me, for what this kind of thing is, is it's a marriage of boat loves. I've been training for a long time now in the weights and that kind of stuff as well. And so going back about about five, six years now, I was unemployed for, for a while and I was looking to get back into chefing and I was putting out CVs and I was like, you know, it wasn't just, I have a young family and stuff and all that. And I was like, I'm not going back to doing 60, 70 hours a week. I'm, it's just, it's not for me, you know? And um, so I got, in, I got, while I wasn't working, I was back in the gym, I was going every day. And when it came around to the Christmas time, I was trying up in Herbiton and uh, I actually said to the lads, which is not run a competition after Christmas, you know, a 12 week challenge or something, we'll, you know, we'll all do it and we'll get ourselves into shape. So I had been on that on the kind of, looking at bodybuilding magazines and getting into that kind of stuff. Like not, not want, kind of wanting to be big, but I was under the illusion that if you want born with a six pack, you won't get one. You know, if you hadn't got a massive chest just by genetics, you won't get one. You know, that kind of way. And I was like, you know, looking at the, these guys that are so, such a short, so, um, such a low body fat and stuff. And I was like, be reading about the magazine, oh yeah, do this, do that and all that. But everyone, all of them, all them would always kind of point towards the diet. And I'd read past that. What, what, what exercise are you doing for the chest? How many pull-ups are they doing? How many squats are they doing? This kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Because that was the whole, the whole thing was train, train, train. And the eating never come into it. You know that way? So, I was like, 
I'm trying and trying and trying, doing my best. And I, a few times I kind of went and tried to do the whole boiled rice, boiled chicken stuff. Got a bit weak into it and just couldn't stick to it. Now, I noticed a little bit of change, but in regards of- It's not sustainable. It's not, for me, it was sustainable. I can't eat without taste and flavor. So, and I never got the instant results. Not that I wanted instant results, but I wouldn't see like, for two two weeks of eating boiled food and you didn't see a great result straight away. Mm -hmm. I was like, I just can't stick to this. Mm -hmm. So I started looking down the, um, the route of kind of ketogenic diets, mm -hmm. um, low carbs, high fats, high protein, this kind of stuff. And it was always gonna be high protein, but more of cutting the carbs out as much mm -hmm. as possible and living off like your energy, you're burning fat for energy. Mm -hmm. Like you actually, you can, tr you can make your body go from using carbs for energy to into, fat fat, in, into, into fats, basically like that. So I had a look at this. So this is all accumulated at the exact same time. We're doing the 12 week challenge. And x force when I'm looking at this, I'm saying, I'm gonna have, have, have to give, give this a go, because I'm like 32 at the time, 31, and used to have a little bit of shape here, never had the whole stomach. So, just starts doing it, three weeks in, and all of a sudden, like the boys are saying, ah, Charlie, what are you doing? Come what on, are you now. taking? What are you, no, what, no, well, not even what are you thinking, this is too fast, well, well, this is too healthy. This is, this, and I was like, I was like, literally took a photograph. This was before you took a photograph every day and done all this. It was kind of before Instagram to an extent. I just want to, I wasn't something I was in taking a photograph myself and putting up on, on social media and stuff. But it was a way well, to motivate you, wasn't no, it? No, well, like, well, I was just take, I said, I'll take a photograph every Wednesday or whatever it was at the same time every week. Progress for 12 weeks and see how, pr progression. So the first week, yeah, all right. I had to be in, doing, done the Christmas, ate all the food, all this kind of stuff. I was something like, I'd have been about 95 kilos, which was around what it was. And before I started training years, I was about 87. So I was probably nearly a stone. Do you know what I mean? Probably a bit more than that, that I'd put on, but it was never, as I say, quality muscle mass or whatever. So all of a sudden, I'm down about three kilos in three weeks, but I'm maintaining my size. So each week I'm seeing the photographs, I'm like, this is really happening here. Do you know what I mean? And I'd obviously give them the drink and all this kind of stuff. And you no, know, not that I'd be a big drinker anyway, but I'm living the life more, I'd say. So the boys are saying to me, oh, what are you up to? And I'm saying like, yeah, you're throwing in extra classes, aren't you? You're training more. And that's what the first thing they would say is, you're training more. more I, know, I know you are. Mm -hmm. You're going playing football. You're, you're going up the crumb and you're boxing. And I says, boys, I'm not even messing with you. I'm just literally, I'm eating properly. For the first time in my life, I mean, I'm, I'm not only just that I'm eating what I think is healthy, I'm eating what I know is healthy. I'm after doing a lot of research over the Christmas and this, and I know what I'm doing here. I think I know what I'm doing. I was kind of winging it, but it's like, I think I know what I'm doing here. So, no, within six weeks, I actually didn't get in better shape from the sixth to the twelfth week, because I stayed on the diet I was at. But I'd gotten into this supreme shape in six weeks. Now, I'm not even saying that blowing me on Trump, but I was in absolutely fantastic, Nick. Do you know what I mean? I'd, I'd probably lost about four kilos in, in, in total, but a lot of that would have been water. That would have been held by the carbs and, and the extra salt I would have been taking in, and a lot of it was just fat. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, and the boys were saying to me, So, what's going on? So, they said, Look, I'm eating this, I'm eating that. And they were like, Charlie, do us a favor. And I said, What? Will you cook the food for us and we'll buy it off you? And I said, Well, wait. Hearing that's and, crazy, I, and, yeah. I, and, I, and I was one of the lads up the, up the thing said to me, and um, he says to me, Go on, go on. And I says, Tell you what, I said, Wait and I win the competition, and then I'll do it for you. Yeah, you'll have a portfolio. That's how I really fell into it, as well as that. So I was eating, say, probably six meals a day, right? Which sounds like an awful lot, but they've been smaller meals and they have been just meat and veg. So say a chicken fillet and a bit of broccoli, that kind of stuff, right? Now, so I'd be in the house and be like, oh, I'm getting a bit sick. Even, even at that stage, I was getting a bit sick of eating the same stuff all the time. So I'd say to her, do you wanna go and get something to eat? So you'd say, yeah, so you'd go and get, she'd get a pizza or a pasta, or whatever, you know, normal dinner, whatever it was. And I'd just say, can I have a bit of chicken and a bit of broccoli or something? And it cost you like 11 quid. And I was like, 
I could have just done that at home and it's now better than what I'm doing the packing chicken set. fillets for 4 or 5 euro you instead of head of broccoli for so 2 I'm, euro you know yeah, like it, and it, look in fairness it's nice to get something handed you I just says to myself do you know what I says, if I was to do that 5 times a day it'd probably cost you 50 quid like for a day's worth of food do you know what I mean and I'm like there's nothing out there as far as I could see there was absolutely nothing out there that was that was the business model that I was, that I was, I was like I'm always thinking about stuff like this to do with business and stuff but I tried to sell cars a few times and doing little bits and pieces of this, that and other, but this was something that I had a genuine interest in. So I just jumped on it straight away. I said to the lads on the gym, I said, look, if I do this, will you just do it for me? Will you just, will you just do it for me? And you're like, yeah. So I started off selling, the, at, the, at the very first price I gave the boys was 60 euro a week, four meals a day for five days a week. And I had, the very first week, I had 30 people in the meals. Do you know what I mean? So like that was like the good to, Three grand straight in me pot, and, and, and I walked out on it with that with the boys at the time. I walked out on a back week base, so they all gave me the money. I went and done the got out, went up the Musgraves, got all the produce, done it all, and gave it to them. And all of a sudden, I had a few bob in my pocket, and I was like, well, This is a viable business. And it was really like, and people said to me before, you know, some people said, I anyone could do that now, you know what I mean? And people saying, Look, that, no. this, mate, that is an absolutely brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. Nobody was doing it before no. you. Like, and I, I, when I was in school, I remember a teacher saying to me one time, If you want to make money or you want to do something entrepreneurial look across the city and if you can pick what's not there and you can put it there you'll always be a success and I always stuck with me to that so I just again like it was something I was interested in I loved doing and it was just something I kind of not that I fell into but I almost fell into it and that's yeah. how that's how the whole thing started I started off the business it was just um, strictly uh, deliveries so I delivered to everyone every single day for the first year and a bit like what's your catchment area like though because I drive around Drimna I drive around Dublin 12 whether I'm, I'm going out or whether I'm, I'm going to work and I could be just driving by and I see your van outside the garden yeah. and then later that evening I might be driving up the same road and I see your food yeah. you know packaged outside the door or just ready yeah. there and there's a lot of houses around Dublin yeah. 12 that, that's getting the service so what's your mm-hmm. catchment area like? Well I mean like I won't home down business do you know what I mean? I, like at the moment, like I did delivery myself. I, I like going out, going to people's houses, knocking on the doors, giving them a field, having a conversation. How is it going? Is it, go- is it going mm-hmm. good? Have you any questions? Like you know, when, when the people are on the field with me, it's not only just getting the field thrown them. Like they can ask me a question 24 hours a day. I've often mm-hmm. said this on, on social media. Even if you're not in my field, send me a question. I'll answer it. I'm more interested in knocking on the door and saying like, "How are you doing?" And and they, and it might be like the first week, and it might be three days in. They say, "I'm very tired now, Charlo." And I'm saying, "Look, that's your body." That your body is transitioning. Not used from, to this. Your body is transitioning from the carbs into the fats. Okay. And it's just like you're gonna have to just get by that, and you give it another two or three days, and you, you'll come out your end. But it's that reassurance they get. Okay, right. So now I understand yeah, why I'm feeling this way. It's a good thing. Yeah, a million percent. You know what I mean? But in regards of the area, I won't I say I won't turn down business. I won't say I had like a gym out in Kulak or like 25 people from that gym alone. And I used to have had a driver say he used to go over, you know, knock over and all that. But in general, the way they're doing the keys at the moment. Like you just can't get down them keys, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So north side at the moment is just off. I don't like sending people. I don't. I don't deliver north side. You never know. You might have a north side. No, shop I, I do. Well, that's it. Like, but in regards of the area, it could nearly be Dublin twelve, Dublin eight, Dublin ten, Dublin six, probably Dublin four. If like I'll, I'll always just say to someone, look at where are you. I'm in such a place. It's a two or three years on like that. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be you know be funny like, but again, I get across to someone. Like 25 minutes just just for that delivery and mm-hmm. i'm over there soaking up so much yes man. it's the traffic and all now and now that people are back working all the time now it's just so hard to get over but we say i'm not? living in the area and i am in a situation where i can drop in myself 
Yeah. Well, that's, you know, look, come here, it's, it's all, a lot of it is ad lib, a lot of it works that way. Someone will ring me and say to you, look, bye, Lana's, and I say, look, look, I start work real early, and I say, well, I'm in the shop at six in the morning. And they say, hey, and I say, yeah. Well, they say, well, if I knock into you on Monday morning, say, uh, half six, seven, can I take a couple of days' meals off you? And you don't even have to be on the meal, they, they make a plan. They can just come in and just take two days worth of food, pay me for the two days, and then they can go off their own business. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. like we have a fully functioning kitchen here as well. You know, a cafe, restaurant, mm -hmm. we do breakfast, we do uh, lunches, we do dinners, we do everything, everything mm -hmm. we do on the menu, we'll do here and more in the shop. We've been on the go range, like protein, um, smoothies, Even overnight, more convenient. overnight oats, coffees, that kind of stuff mm -hmm. and all. But like, in regards of what I do, my principles, like, and my kind of ethics on food and what I serve here, like, it's 100% whole food, healthy eatery. And as far as I'm concerned, it's Ireland's only. Mm -hmm. There's no one else, like people say to me, like you only said, is there a bit of competition here with, with cafes and like the Centre and the mm -hmm. Spar and the, like, I mean, I don't class the Centre as charging like 350 for a roll, a pack of crisps, a whisper and a bleeding coffee for as my competition because it's not competing with me. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I can't compete with that. Mm -hmm. And you maybe, you know, you're kind of more focusing on your saturated fats. You know, fats that are good for you. Exactly. As opposed yeah. to there's no trans fats. There's no, that, no. That would, that would, like, there's no flour. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's none of this. There's no refined. Mm -hmm. There's no white rice. There's no white potatoes. There's no pasta. You know what I mean? There's no bread. You know what I mean? And people are saying to you, ah, you have to serve bread. I say, I don't have to do that. And I'm, I'm not like you're in the game long enough to know what works, though, Charlie. You know but I, I mean? I'm not. I'm not trying to focus on like. What suits niche. everybody, yeah. I don't want, like, like um, a business model won't work off one out of every hundred people. Mm -hmm. I said, well, I'm here now, this is going to be towards you now, you know what I mean? And I've got an awful lot of, 90% of the customers here now would be regulars, you know what I mean? And that, that's from the lads in the gym to- That's what I wanted to ask you face, now. Facing them, they have the party, part of the children's hospital, isn't yes, there now, is that right? Yeah. Of a lot of, um, a lot of regulars from there. People look like people that walk in spar come over here for food. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like it's and, and the demographic is like six years old to like six year old. I was going to ask you though, like how I heard of you, and how I think a lot of people have heard of you is through your exposure with working with athletes, professional okay. boxers, you know, yeah. and professional bodybuilders are, are yeah. different um, people across the spectrum. Whether it comes to sports and yeah. fitness, how did you end up getting involved with the boxers? Because that to me. You are one of the most used names when it comes to boxers nutrition. Yeah. And I think that's a big deal. How did yeah. that start? Right. So the interest in boxing, first and foremost, my young flat, um, my oldest son, Byron's nineteen. He was boxing since he was about seven. I had kind of I'd boxed one of the kid for a couple of years and had just done what a lot of people, ninety percent of the kids would do, just stop boxing. He started when he was about seven and I got back into him. He was he he boxed from about seven to about fifteen. And I start when he I bring him training, so I had to stand there for an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. I'd, I'd start training myself. So mm -hmm. I got I got to know a lot. I know I know Phil Sutliff and the boys from when I was a kid. Anyway, but I started to see a couple of lads coming in now because uh, old Phil Sutliff was starting to train a lot of boxers, and I might have ran across Spike a couple of times mm -hmm. over the years, mate, but nothing formal. And um, I just uh, it was actually Shane Kirk. Would you know Shane? Yeah, no, the name. Yeah, yeah through the, uh, the MMA. He was at um, fighting MMA at the time, but he's a bit of a personality. Change. He's a sound fellow fella from um, down Cork Street, but he was at getting on to me, and he says to me, look, I'm trying to get weight off me and bloody bloody, so I think I could do it your help. And I'm not looking for any freebies or anything. So I found out that my family knew his family from years back, and I said, look, maybe we'll do something. And I ended up sponsoring for six weeks, mm -hmm. and he was doing all the photographs before and after, and he ended up getting hit by like BuzzFeed for like one of those, um, 
the hottest men you never knew type of things and he ended up like kind of kicking off a little bit and all do you know what I mean but that kind of got me in thinking about um, sponsoring people and it gave me an interest and it gets me to mingle with these with mm -hmm. these kind of people so the first lad was actually Deco Gardy I was thinking like I want like, well it was a business decision as well as a personal decision I want to be like kind of into this but Deco being from Dublin I thought well look someone that can help actually Deco's a nice fella um, I was doing a raffle for the hospice and I had put up anybody would willing to throw a few prizes in here and there and Deco was one of the only lads that actually granted me and says look he says I have a I think it was a, a boxing glove signed by Ricky Hatton or Tyson, uh, Mike Tyson something like that and I was like right there you go that's you know didn't have to do that so that so I kind of said to him would you be interested in me looking after nutrition for you and he says yeah yeah bloody blah so I got to him and then that was just kind of led to the next person mm -hmm. I kind of I kind I called Spike on Twitter one day he texted me back I text him back got his phone number Celtic Warriors out in blank Celtic Warriors mm -hmm. well it wasn't it was just himself like and then but then Packy actually rang me and says to me look you know, we're doing the best to try and know here, and we could deal with someone on board. Like, would you be interested in um, working with Spike? And I was like, yeah, of course I would. Do you know what I mean? And this was just before, like, Spike's not, he, I'm not saying he's not a big name over here, but he's a much bigger name in America than he is here. Like, a lot of kind of Irish athletes would be, like, and um, this was before the Lemieux fight and kind of stuff, mm -hmm. just before he kind of kicked off, like, you know, mm -hmm. the way. But, um, like, at the same time, Spike is a great story. At the same time, he was kind of giving up the drink, and he was kind of thinking to himself, like, I want to go. Million percent of this because he knows himself. The time, the time is clicking. Mm -hmm. or the time is kind of kicking on the clock. Do you know what I mean? So, just going back about two years. So, so it kind of for him as well. We kind of just met at the same, at the right time. So I had him over anyway. Make a long story short, and he came in and like I mean he's never been in better condition since. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? He's never he, like he just said to me, Charlie says like I'm I'm boxing since I'm eight or nine. You know what I mean? Whatever. And he's boxing better now, and he's lasting longer, and mm -hmm. his endurance and mm -hmm. his stamina and all that kind of stuff has gone through the roof mm -hmm. in the last year. Now, obviously, it's down to the training, it's down to his. Yeah, but I think there's an the element lack. as well. Oh, no, it's million, look, it's down to the field, a million percent, but it's down, like, the whole thing, his whole mindset now is like, I'm doing this for my family. Yeah, I'm, but you know what I, what I see with your role and how important it is? What I think is, you're eliminating that stress. Like, oh, percent. I can go to the gym for seven days a week, yeah. and I can train for two hours a day, or I can do three sessions a day yeah. for five days a week and I can look in the best shape possible by just going to the gym. Yeah. But if I'm going out of the gym and I'm eating crap and I'm ordering takeaways every night and I'm yeah. just eating anything and everything in sight, yeah. that physique won't last and that physique won't be, made, you know, won't be sustainable. So where your role comes in then is yeah. if you're busy and you're on the go with a lot of training and you're a lot of strength and conditioning and you know, you're at media events or you know, you're traveling even yeah. across the country, 100%. your role is, is so important in yeah. terms of taking that Small enough thing takes, some people would think, no, but a massive factor. When it comes to the lads, like the Spike, there's Luke Keeler and Ray Moyle, they're the three lads that I mainly work with at the moment. But like, they come in here like that and they just they, they skip in, they skip out because that, and I'll give them like I'll tailor their meals to, to what they need. So I'll know like they come in, if, if Luke comes into me Monday, he's trained three times a day, he's already trained. So when he comes in here, I'll give him something to eat as he's leaving the car because he's mm -hmm. going training again mm -hmm. and I'll give him something then that he can eat like a, be a salad more so because mm -hmm. like when he's finished training because he doesn't have to heat it up mm -hmm. and I'll give him a meal that night then and they can just he can heat up then that night then do you know what I mean mm -hmm. and the boys know like that when they're coming in here just to take that huge amount of pressure off them mm -hmm. alone it's something that they can just like I don't want them to turn their brain off and not know what why they're eating the food because I'll always try and educate mm -hmm. them as mm -hmm. they're going along mm -hmm. but in regards of um, 
for that six weeks, that 12 weeks that I'm looking after them, they can turn their brain off in regard of, I don't have to stress about food whatsoever now. Like I have Craig O'Brien, mm-hmm. you know Craig? Yeah, I was over with him there last week, he's, great He's been on to me since then, and he said, look Charles, I'm, I'm fighting, and like, he, he's, he's, Craig's a really lovely fella, he, loves, he actually lo- likes a bit of cooking himself, mm-hmm. but he says, I'm just getting a bit sick of what I'm doing myself. Mm-hmm. What have I come over? I'm at getting onto a nutritionist, and he said the same to me. He mentioned you, and the way I know Craig anyway, but he says maybe you might get a bit of stuff off him. So he's coming over now, and he just texts mm-hmm. me out every day. Oh, mm-hmm. that was lovely, Charlie. Oh, jeez, I can't believe the stress that I don't have to go home because because he, he'd have been going say to like the importance of getting the food into you after you've trained. Like the quicker you get that food in, the quicker you're refueling, the quicker you're actually using that fuel to replenish your body. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You to, re, um, to use the fuel to replenish your body. Mm-hmm. So if you were to training and you have your shower, and you get back in your car, you drive home, and you start cooking. And it's then, an hour and a half and window, eat. yeah? It's an hour and a half window. You haven't got that protein back into you. You haven't got them um, slow-release carbs back mm-hmm. in you. You haven't mm-hmm. got the nutrients and the, the kind of vitamins from the so food. So that whole time you've, there, that period is depleting the your body. It's the most important time to get the food mm-hmm. into you. So, like, I'd, if, if Craig comes over here on Monday, again, I'd give him like a nice big tuna salad or chicken salad with that. He, I'd say, Craig, don't even have a shower. Take his gloves off you and get the food in you. I actually seen him. No, I, I've the, seen him actually the, swallowing the food before food he, he had a, a wash up. Go in and have a shower, get yourself sorted, go home, and then get the next meal in you and then the hour after yeah. that. No, and it's, it's so important. And I it's, think so, it's so important. You are definitely taking out that, oh, quick, I have to get back, I have to cook. And then, do you know what, even to even add to it as well, you're saying about finishing up in the gym, yeah. jumping in your car, driving yeah. home, put, cooking the food. There's also the element of getting in the car, driving home, having to go to the shopping centre, pick yeah. up the food, bring it home, chop yeah. it up, prepare it, cook yeah. it. Definitely. That's an issue and that's something you're completely taking that Eliminating worry well, the million, another, another thing is, you, get in, you, ha- you go to the gym, you've done all your routine, you're coming out, you're driving by a spar, uh, I'm just going there. I'm not going home. Sure, it's not that bad. A chicken fillet roll isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like you have literally just wasted that hour in the gym by eating that shit. Do you know what I mean? And that's just it. You know, it's so true it's actually. Just and true. I mean, it's, it's like eat it, like. good, feel good. Yeah, like I mean, and in regards to the athletes and that, like I'm not trying. Like this is food for everybody. Do you know what I mean? Like this, this is this service for anyone. I get people in here coming and saying, "Is it okay if I give one of them protein smoothies to the kids?" I'm like. Absolutely. Of course it is. Like, why wouldn't it be? That leads me on to I my next question, I, I, which is... trying to bite the fingers. Are you sure now? And I'm like, mm-hmm. it's real food. There's nothing in the thing. Mm-hmm. Of course you can mm-hmm. give your kids. I, I'd recommend you give your kids. Mm-hmm. What, what else? What would you give them instead of this? Probably Cocoa Pops. Well, what do you think? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's a couple of girls... But there, one gone. thing you're, you're kind of saying there, I find, is education. A million percent. Like, I mean, school, non-education on, on um, food. You know, you have all these little happy, smiley fruit things and stuff and all, but there's no, there's, there's no depth to what you're being told. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like my kid goes to school now, my young, my younger young fella, and there's about five or six things in the in the lunch bag, and every single one of them is just basically white flour, crackers, biscuits, bread, mm-hmm. and that, and then fruit on top of that. Can't beat a bit of fruit, but when you're throwing it on top of already refined carbohydrates. It's just sugar. It's going to just turn into fat eventually. Do you know what I mean? Like. It's something you hate to say, but like when I was a kid, the young flat in my class, that the one young flat in my class that would have been called fat or called overweight, is a normal kid these days sometimes, and it's desperate to see. You know what I mean? Like and like, there's such a PC thing going on now. Like you know what I mean with this kind of whole what's going on this all this stuff and though you can't say this you can't say this all this gender stuff and all that kind of stuff like but and it's fast shaming and all it's like it's not fast shaming do you know what i mean like if if like in it's my, general health and well-being 
look, if there's kids going on that like six, seven years of age, like, and they're actually six and seven stone, that's not normal. Do you know what I mean? That is not normal. Like people think like, ah, just give them, just give them that and all. And I'm not trying to tell people that they have to parent what way to parent their, their kids, but like it's going to be a very sad state of affairs in 15, 20 years time. And it's like, all down to the education. It's all down to education. It's it, like, not known. Like if that mother walking in and says, you know, can I give this to my child? Yeah. But it's like, almost like what's convenient. I know he gives out when I give him fruit and vegetables. So I'll just keep him happy Definitely. by giving him a bowl of Cocoa my, Pops. My old young flip was a dream. You'd eat and you wanted. The youngest young flip a bit more picky. Do you know what I mean? He'll only eat broccoli. That's the only veggie eat at the moment. Do you know what I mean? You have to hide, like I'm great at hiding it because I'll put it through sauces, I'll do all this kind of stuff. And it's grand. A lot of people don't have the education. And that's not like saying, oh, you didn't have the, you didn't go to school. That doesn't mean that. Like, I mean, like, it's my the, it's opinion, sometimes the school. In my opinion, home economics should be taught from when kids are mm -hmm. kids. And mm -hmm. not going in and doing what we do in home economics, which is make bleeding scones every day. You should mm -hmm. go in and taught how to make like, like basic sauces. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Like, can you see yourself maybe doing some pop-up shops in schools? If if they if it's there, no problem. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm like I'm like I've four girls working for me. I'm out and they're all family. My wife works here, her sisters, and me and my brothers, uh, uh, misses. It's more. It's not a one-man show. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it without the girls. No. Do you know what I mean? But in regards of my time, a lot of it's taken up by this. But if someone was to say to me, "Would you come in and have us and have a talk to a classroom full of kids?" Without a doubt in an act, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? Like it's just Because like, it's a passion. But of course it is. But like, I mean like what happens is I find when you get onto social media, as you know it can be a toxic environment. Like when I started off at the start, a lot of my stuff was about the education of the field and the miseducation that people have appropriated since we were kids. And the amount of people you get on saying like sugar's not the cause of obesity. And like of course it is. You know what I mean? Refined foods aren't the cause of BC. The people sitting on their fat arses and they won't go out or walk and they won't. And I'm like, it's not. It's a, it's, there's no one answer for all of it. It's a, it's a culmination of a lot of things going on. But the main thing is the overconsumption of refi refined carbohydrates and sugars. Like it's scientifically proven. Like, and, it, and there's an awful lot of crap out there that's not scientifically proven that people throw it in your, in your throat at the fourth chance of it. I think when you remove those two elements then you go into a state of ketosis. Yeah, well, that, but, but like in regards to that, like, Without even getting too much into like, like, look, it is so. Like, without getting too sciencey, right? I can, I find it. If you find out what your your three main macronutrients are, right? Macros means big. You know what I mean? So you have your carbohydrates, your fats, your proteins. If you can understand what each one of them does, how it breaks down your body, and how it will benefit or take away from your body, you'll understand an awful lot more. It's a, like nutrition is such such a hard thing to understand but it, it's a very simple thing complicated basically. I was going to just say that to quickly the second you walk in here yeah. your menu is three sections yeah and I'll read it out now for people that you know won't get the opportunity to see it so you've got a protein section a carb section and a yeah. veg section so yeah. when I walk in I immediately know I'm going to pick off those three yeah. so you've got pork loin chicken fillet burger chili tuna protein smoothie greek yogurt and you have the option of mixed berry compote there as well then your three carbs and only three carbs are sweet potatoes brown rice or overnight oats that's it but the list of carbohydrates would be longer than any of them but you've eliminated and took out all the refined ones your breads your pastas your yeah. you know and then finally with the veg then without naming them all they're all mainly greens they're just yeah that's it like mm -hmm. do you know what i mean like so you come in you say can i have a chicken fillet brown rice 
and broccoli mm -hmm. now the thing about it is i don't have any recipes up there such so like you can get like a cajun style chicken fillet one day or you can get like a tandoori like i'll do with different chicken every day mm -hmm. and the girls and the people walking what's the chicken today and they'll explain to them. your omelets are quite popular lately aren't they the breakfast omelet, yeah the breakfast yeah. have really taken off i got the breakfast menu on last year and that's really taken off now again free range eggs um I get me ba dry cured bacon in the old fashioned way, uh, like there's like no phosphates, no, the, as little amount of salt as possible, this kind of stuff are really, really good. It's um, O'Neill's dry cured bacon, really, really good company. Um, I do like um, oven of tomatoes and then I just do like a pork, I call it a pork patty. It's basically pork loin with a, um, it's, it's, sausage, it's sausage season, but there's no, there's nothing in it, there's no wheat or there's no, um, there's no nothing in it, just a, a very, 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 really, really small amount of uh, seasoning. And that's it. There's no bread, there's no toast, there's no, you know what I mean? It's just very simply done. Like, And I put that kind of on the, on the menu last year because I found between 9 and 11, people aren't going to come in and get chicken for that and no. sweet potato mm -hmm. off you, unless they're coming from the gym and they're kind of mm -hmm. into the bodybuilding side of things. But that clientele is more limited. Yeah, exactly. So the breakfast, the breakfast thing has really taken off the last mm -hmm. year, you know? When you walk into any, any aspect of life, if it's business, work, whatever it is, family life, whatever it is, if you don't want to do it, you're wasting your time. For most, from a high percentage of time, you're wasting your time. You, mm -hmm. you need to want to, whatever it is, mentality. Like this, when this came along for me, I said I tried a few little businesses here and there, but I had no real interest in what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And I knew in the back of my head, I might give it a go, I might get money out of it. Because mm -hmm. that was kind of the main thing. Mm -hmm. But with this, it's not money out. Well, when you put up the shutter every morning, you open at six o'clock here, there's an element of like, I'm looking forward to doing what I do. Look, this is my business, this is my baby. That, that's it. Nobody's going to love this as much as I do. No. The girls that walk it, even my own missus, mm -hmm. they don't love it as much as I do. I jump out of bed in the morning. But you built it from the ground up. Exactly, it's my own thing. Mm -hmm. I, I jump out of bed in the morning, I skip in here and I skip out. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So that car to get to me nerves the other day, mm -hmm. have a couple of rounds with the girls in the back. That's life. That's life, that's a kitchen. That's a walking kitchen, do you know what I mean, as well. But as I said to you, like, the first thing is all this health and wellness, all this kind of stuff. Your brain, your mentality is the, fo is the force of foremost. I think you're dead right, yeah. If you don't want to do it for yourself, you're, you're wasting your time. Yeah. And I think coming in here, just having that chat, that forced nearly consultation, you're 50% of the way already. Million percent. Mm -hmm. Million percent. I'm going to put um, Jim Trishan's links below, Instagram, Facebook, website, etc. Uh, also the address then, the Google Maps address. To just pop in, it's probably going to be relatively near to most people. Um, and if not, you know, the service is there to be dropped to your door, which I think you just cannot make an excuse with laziness or anything. The man will deliver the food right to your door. Um, Exceptional services, <laughs> exceptional services, yeah. and you know, as professional as it comes, and wish you the best of luck in the future. I mean, I'd hope Thanks. to work with you in the future somehow, yeah. and I wish yeah. you the very best of luck. Thanks, Thanks so Charles. Much.